you're tuned in to the Elite Life Podcast. I am your hostess with the most is Kay Kizzle. And with me, as always, is T-Money. Yes, we have finally decided on our gangster name. So, yay for us. Uh, there's no turning back now, is I, what I'm trying to tell I you. I wanted to throw up a west side. I don't know if that's appropriate. No, no. <laughs> we'll get kicked off of YouTube. Okay. And today we've got some business insight for you that I think can work practically in business or in personal life. Yeah, absolutely. So just to catch everybody up, and I realize we're actually on the east side, not the west side in comparison yeah, with where I used to be. Um, but we are opening a new office, which is very exciting because I moved. so freaking amped. I know. I moved to Oakland County. Kylie lives in Oakland County. Our current office is in Wayne County. So um, it just made sense for us to open a second one. The first one is full. It's in a different county. Um, so we're super psyched to just meet the community, dive in, start serving. Um, this is actually... It's going to be good. It is going to be, be so good. good. Kylie's so pumped she can't even let me finish what she typed out for me to say. Okay, <laughs> carry on, carry on, carry on. Oh, no, it's all good. Um, this is actually the 10th office that I've opened. So I think this is like a lucky one, right? Lucky number 10. Yeah, 10's um, a good number. It is, it is. And it's been, it's been a journey. Like when I look back to the very first office I opened, which was in 2009. Um, I know, which is crazy to think about now. And it was actually in Novi in shared space. Um, and I never would have imagined that one day I'd have two offices with over a hundred agents and just have exploded the way we have. And it's just, it's so what exciting. It is. It is such a blessing. And, um, yeah, I, we, you know, we had we had a lot of options when we were out there looking, and we obviously, did. It was tough. yeah, and anything that you're going into, like, even though I've opened ten, um, it was still we're in a different we're we're in a shifting market. I'm in a different county. Um, and, you know, we don't have a huge amount of agents that are out this way yet. So, yet. um. Yeah, exactly. We are recruiting for you. If you're an Oakland County agent and you're looking for a new home, make sure you reach out. Um, but oh, shameless plug. It's shameless plug month. It is. <laughs> it is. The point is, we had. It came down to two options. We had yes. two offices that we were looking at. Both were great options. One, you know, I I really, 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 really wanted. But when it came down to it, it wasn't a, we need all of this. It was a, I want this. And um, in anything in life, especially like with my kids and with my family, I really sit down and I'm like, is this something we need or something we want? Because if you're always just doing what you want, eating crappy food, running your credit card over and over again, you know, doing the things that you want, frivolous, immediate decisions, um, that doesn't necessarily lead you to to the right place and yeah. it doesn't need you to what you need just because you can doesn't mean you should absolutely I like to tell my kids that and so then of course here I come you know Kay Kizzle saves the day and I give the best advice ever and I told her to number one pray about it mm -hmm. and trust your gut you're always always pre preaching to trust trust our realtor guts and um I mean you've You've been in this business and been around long enough to have had the experience so that you can have a good gut instinct about things. 
Yeah, and so that's what brought us to this episode, right? I've been in the game and alive long enough to have learned a lot of lessons, and I wanted to run down the difference between instinct, emotion, and experience, because um, there's always options to any choice that you have, and I feel like as new entrepreneurs, or when we're coming to something to make a decision or make a change, um, a lot of times we can overthink it, we can act on our emotions, um, and it could, it could turn into a bad decision. Um, or we're just not thinking with enough, you know, big picture thought. It's like, okay, this will be good for right now, but what happens later? So I just wanted to kind of give some tips on how to be able to wade through and make hard decisions with good decisions, yeah. right? Yeah, so like let's first start with like as as I was writing this, I realized that, you know, we all have natural instincts um, like, you know, not eating things that smell bad. Like that's a natural thing. Like you don't need someone to tell you not to eat poop, okay? Yeah. Okay, so we're all on that level with natural <laughs> instincts. You didn't see that coming, did you? I did not. Did you see your face, you guys? She did not see that coming at all. Um. You know, and then we have the instincts that we've built from experience, either from, um, you know, someone telling us about their experience and us saying, ooh, I don't want to go through that, so I'm not going to do that thing. And then, or, you know, we've experienced it ourselves. So, like, you go, you touch the hot thing, you realize, oh, that thing is hot. So now moving forward, when you see a pot on the stove, even if it's not that exact same pot, you're like, oh, that's probably hot because it's on the stove, right? Um... So you build up this experience of having an instinct of how things are going to play out, you know, and then, you know, and then there's your emotions, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I always try to be really careful and intentional because, um, emotions always come first, right? Like you feel this and you want to react. Like you said, if it's hot, you want to react. If you're sad, you want to react. If you're mad, you want to react. Like we always have these, these immediate reactions. And I like to remind people about the science, right? Science. <laughs> Here comes um, Trisha, college science. Emotions are simply the levels of certain chemicals in our bodies and our brains. So um, we, as women, could just be hormonal, and that's why we're sad, right? It's not necessarily because there's anything that's making us sad. Or adrenaline is present in fear and excitement. So I, I love to tell Angelina all the time, she'll be like, oh, I feel kind of scared. And I'm like, no, you feel kind of excited. excited. And I'm like, fear feels the same as excitement. So, you know, you might think you're afraid to go up on stage and speak, but really you're excited to excited. go up there. You're about to change some lives. It's going to be super fun. It's going to be super great. It's just um, your body putting you in a hyper aware status. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's rule number one, like remove your emotions from the decisions. Yeah. And it's and, the hardest one. And I know that totally sounds like a gimme and you're probably listening to this like, well, duh, but I dare any single one of us to raise our hand if we've never made an emotional decision. Go ahead. I'll wait. I'll wait for it. Oh, I didn't see any hands go up. <laughs> I literally, I stop my, every single day. No, every single day. I'll be like, I want to respond this on this text message, or I want to respond this on this Facebook message. <laughs> and I'm like, don't. Like that YouTube comments. Yeah, on our YouTube comments. Like, that is an emotional response. It is, and it's, and it's hard sometimes, you know, but... I think about, like, when we I was writing this out, I had to think about, like, every time I've made an emotional decision and almost, 
every, almost every time, I'll easily say nine out of 10, it ends up going sideways or south or not having the outcome that I wanted it to have because I was so emotional. I didn't have the ability to have the foresight to say, okay, well, if I'm, you know, angry at this person, I lash out verbally or physically or whatever, because, you know, I can get physical. (laughs) Here's how it's going to go. Right, right. And, you know, that's why I, I, I know I say it a lot, but it, there's power in the pause. There is so much power in the pause. When you pause, you have time to let your emotions calm down, to let your thoughts really like go through the pros and the cons, assess your budget if it's something that has to do with money, look forward like I did and visualize what does this look like weeks from now, months from now, What's years it down the road. Like? What's it going to feel like? That was my favorite one when you were like, I will be sitting in there and you're going to be on vacation and Tracy's going to be on vacation. I'm going to have 2,100 square feet and I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah. Why am I dropping four grand for me to sit in a giant 5,000 square foot office by myself, right? Now, what I did do that was smart was, okay, let's start small in a space we can grow. We can analyze the money that these agents that are here make. You know, I, I did the budget. I did the feeling. I did the visualization and then I made a smart, educated decision that I can grow with, not just a today decision. I made a, what does this look like a year from now? I have an out for two years from now. I have a plan for five years from now and 10 years from now. So I already know exactly what my strategy is to get to the next five steps, not just the next step because I stopped and went, you know what? I don't have to make this decision today, right? Because there were there were offices that you brought me back in December um, that we looked at, and I could have. I I remember one of them we walked out of, and Andy's like, "Well, what did you think about it?" And I'm like, "I want to say yes only because it's an easy thing to do, and I know that that is not a good reason to say yes." Right? Literally, those are my words. Well, when we initially started looking, just like when anyone starts a project, we were motivated, right? We were super motivated, we were excited, and we were just ready for the next chapter. We were ready to get in and have a space to work me mainly because I have people at my house called my family who for whatever reason continue to live there and make it very difficult for me to focus so I'm amped and I think we both agree like this was a really good choice like we're really really happy with where we're at Yeah, so we utilized all of those things, right? I took the emotions out. I worked from my experience. I brought in other people to be able to bounce off of. Am I making this choice because I'm scared or am I making this choice because it's smart? I gave it time and I paused. um, And then I visualized what it feels like, what it looks like, what's the best that can happen if I choose this, right? that's one thing that I picked up from Andy that really got me through a lot of stuff. And when you're an agent, most often our biggest hurdle is making the calls. Making the calls. And even if you do make the calls, you're cooling yourself off. Like I would find, um, you know, that I wouldn't be calling those higher end listings because the where I grew up, you know, that's a big house. Like, you know, I've never seen big, giant money, and so I wouldn't call on those multi-million dollar houses. You know, and I'm like, I'm scared. What if they tell me no? And 
Um, I would always shy away from calling them, but when I powered through the fear, acknowledging like, okay, I'm not scared because the worst thing that's going to happen on this phone call is someone's going to cuss me up and down and tell me never to call them again. And then I'm going to delete them from my database so I don't even accidentally call them again. But what's the best thing that could happen? I could end up making more money, like life-changing money, life-changing money for me, life-changing help for my clients. Boom. And that and and stepping aside from that fear, acknowledging that it was actually excitement of the possibilities further motivated me to just like go through and just get the calls done and make those connections. It's so powerful. Yeah. So you had a shift in perspective and now how do you perform? I mean, I call everyone. I call every <laughs> single one. And the other thing too, I will I will admit is like um, sometimes we run into names from a different culture that we might, were terrified to mispronounce. My name is, well, growing up, it wasn't super common. I've been called Claire, Kayla, Kyle, Kyla, Skyly, and it doesn't bother me. And I'm sure other people out there who have non-traditional American names feel the same way. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I love this because we're talking about, like, you know, not focusing on the negative outcome. We can say what's the worst that can happen and know that, like, at the end of the day, nobody dies, so you might as well take the jump. But really looking at what's the best that could happen from here? What's our next steps? And trusting our experience, not rule number our instinct. Two. Yes. I love this rule. Um, but then you have that begs the question like what if you don't have experience because i noticed like when i started looking for a job when i realized i was 18 and i was a grown-up now um you know you would go to this place and they're like oh well, you don't have experience so you can't get this job well i can't get this job without experience i can't get experience without this job so like how are people who don't have experience with what they're dealing with lean on their experience. Yeah, well, you know, you're an adult person. Most likely the majority of your instincts were built from experiences, like you experienced a thing or a situation or someone told you or taught you about it. But if you don't have experience, what do I always say? Success leaves clues, yeah. right? Success leaves clues. So find somebody that is successful at that thing and go ask them, can I buy you lunch? Can I buy you coffee? Can I do something? You know, what can, how can I spend an hour with you just chatting with you, right? And make sure you do something for them. Don't be like, hey, let's go out to lunch and then make them pay for lunch. Like, oh like you're, you're being what, what um, in the industry is called a, a brain picker, right? You're asking for free time. And some people are willing to give free time. We were talking about this earlier. I have clients that I've done some pro bono work for just to help them out, knowing that um, they needed it. But when you come back to me for a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh time and ask for the same pro bono work, um, you need to do something to compensate <laughs> me for said work because we can't work for free, right? Just like that person doesn't do his job for free, I can't continue to do my job for free. So whether it's monetary or it's lunch or it's coffee or something, success leaves clues. Find someone who's already successful at what you want to do. Now, here's the thing too. Don't just ask everybody. I am not going to ask my mom for what should I do in my business? Because my mom works at Ford Motor Company and I own a real estate brokerage. Those two things do not translate. My mom gives great advice on a lot of things, but it's not going to be in what do I do with my real estate brokerage. Right. So that is something I really want to point out too. When you are seeking the um, opinion of others, make sure you're seeking it from a credible source, someone who does have 
positive experience in that realm. Because also, I'm not going to go to a broker who's failing, who has no agents, who has this or that. Don't go on the Instagram reel. Don't go on their Facebook. I want you to look up their statistics and what they have done and make sure they're actually a successful Incredible experienced person to learn from. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point because I feel like we've talked so many times about, you know, the half picture that social media, you know, portrays. There's so many people out there on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, on Twitter. Twitter? Twitter. Wow. I need another cup of that coffee. Get a credible mentor, okay? And what's rule number three, T? Execute. <laughs> Do the thing. We've been talking about that a lot today. Do the thing. Do the I thing. feel like we're coming, to, you know, by the time this episode airs, we're coming to spring, we're coming to that place of renewal and refreshment. And one thing that you always tout, tout is take massive action. Take action, take action, execute, take action. Um, God, that was easy. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) that's the thing, like, it's very easy, but it's also very easy to get stuck in paralysis, right? Like, me thinking about opening a new office seemed very big and very scary, because it is big and scary, right? And you could have easily gotten, you know, drudged down by the details of, Mm -hmm. okay, um, because this is where I get stuck, you know, I have, you know... I go through the first phase of making a decision, and then it's like, okay, now I'm in phase two of planning of how we're going to get from point A to point B, and that's, you know me, that's usually where I like to stay. I like to make all the lists. I like to make all the flowcharts. I like to make all the training sheets, Um, and I never get to that execution phase. Yeah, and I knew, like, I had, I was sitting there, and I'm like, I can keep, like, looking at stuff and looking at stuff and looking at stuff and sitting on the internet and sitting on the internet. I don't want to do that anymore. I have to take action because how much time are me and Kylie losing driving 10 hours a week back and forth to Livonia? What kind of money and goodness in our lives and in our family's lives could we be doing with that 10 hours? I can't afford monetarily or mentally or life-wise or physically (laughs) or physically to continue to do that right so I need to move this forward I need to execute I have no excuses left to not sign a lease and get us in a place immediately now today we were talking about like oh we need internet right those things will come but if I sit in paralysis until every single thing is ready It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. There are zero times in life where all the circumstances are perfect and you are 110% ready and then you jump and it works out great because this is not the movies, y'all. No. (laughs) Hollywood lies to you. If you don't know that, Hollywood lies. Yes. So don't make split split second Second emotional decisions, um, but do utilize your experience, visualize what this answer looks like, get some coaching and mentorship from credible resources and execute and take action. I love that so much. I'm going to throw a shameless plug right here. If you need help, like if you're like everybody thinks like Stars Academy and, and coaching and everything like that, that we offer is simply just for real estate agents, but it's really entrepreneurship. Yeah, I mean, I started life coaching you. Like, you weren't... Yeah, you, I came you to you were like, like, my shit's a mess. I got a dumpster <laughs> fire over here. You got a fire hydrant you can hook up to and just, like, 
Yeah, well, and you you told me, like, I don't want to be a realtor. I don't want to be in real estate. So when we started coaching, it was nothing to do with real estate. No, it wasn't. Nothing to do with being a realtor. It was, how can I get Kylie from a stressed out mom in tornado world of just yeah. going, 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 stuff going crazy, stuff going crazy. And every time I talk to you, we would work on one thing. What's the one thing we can do this week to make life calmer easier, more handleable, make my household better. And we would, we would conquer that one thing. And then we would move to the next thing. Right. And And it's, it's the same with like business. So Mm -hmm. if you are, um, if you have a business, I personally believe what Gary Vee believes. Like if you have a passion, there are other people out there who Mm -hmm. have that passion. As long as it's a good passion and not something like serial killer stuff. Um, (laughs) you can, you can monetize that. There are other people out there who have the same passion who you can pass your knowledge on to. So if you are thinking about maybe starting a business or if you have no idea how to monetize your passion, um, you can email us info at mystarsacademy.com. Um, we'd love to spend some time just chatting with you, just trying to help you muddle it out because a lot of times at the beginning I feel like what people really get stuck on is how do I get from point A to point B? And really, truly, I mean, I've, you know, we've done the research, we've read the books. It's literally always the same thing. Every single time. Every time, it's the same thing. Yeah, we got to get you to growth, friends. We got to grow, and we got to just get a little better every day. And that's what it's all about in life. So um, that's that's it. That's all we wanted. We just wanted to drop a, a short and sweet little episode on you with some nuggets of knowledge. I hope you got some aha moments. You liked it. You loved it. Or maybe you just thought somebody else would really need to hear this. So you're going to go and share this episode. Yeah, and don't forget to subscribe, like the video, and come back next Thursday because we drop new episodes every week here on the Elite Life Podcast. Bye. That was good. Shout and swipe. Shout and swipe. Uh, I need a burrito. I need a burrito and a bubble bath.